All right, well, hello and welcome again to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and welcome to this special edition. I wasn't planning on doing any recording today until I just happened to find myself in my favorite Facebook group, the Reformed Pub, and Leslie and Fear was in there and basically putting himself out there for any interviews. Of course, I didn't realize he was kind of joking around, but I took him up on the offer, and he's here with us via Skype. So, Les, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I wasn't joking at all, actually. You um, weren't. Well, you were talking I about am, uh, the, you're free for the rest of the month, and today is the end of the month. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Now, other people were making that. They were they were kind of uh, making fun of me, I think, for, for stating it that way, because this is the last day of July. But I did mean I'm available for the entire month of August because I'm trying to promote something, uh. so... That's well, that. That's what I meant. We are going to sneak this in right before okay. the end of this month, so we um, oh, okay. can be successful in that regard. Nice. Les, you, you said you wanted to promote something, and we had you on a podcast a while back on a different podcast I've run, and that was to promote Calvinist, the, the documentary you made, both, of course, about, about Calvinism, which is excellent. I highly recommend it. If you haven't bought that, you need to go and buy that. In fact, Ray Jewell, if you're listening, we need to sit down and watch this together so we can fight and argue about that. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> that's the great part of the film. But what I love about Calvinists is it's, it's not – when you think about Christian movies, you think about, okay, something that's real cheesy or something that's just really low production value-wise. But that's not what happened here. And so now you're kind of changing your – you're jumping right back in this. And you have a new project that you're, you're working on called uh, Spirit and Truth. So tell us about that project. Uh, yeah, so I released Calvinist, and it seemed like people liked it. So um, so I knew I wanted to make uh, another movie, and I've been thinking about it for the past maybe six months, like trying to really f- figure out what subject I want to come down on. And I, I was it's really been a toss-up between – the Trinity and the the subject of worship, and w- w- what I'm trying to do is, I mean, you know, when you hear when you hear the idea of like a movie about the Trinity or a movie about worship, it just sounds not very exciting. And I I guess I feel like I want to it, this 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 time in history and this. You know all the all the technology and stuff that we have available to us, and the ability. Uh, like I'm not a pastor. I'm not. You know I'm not held to any kind of rules about the kinds of things that the the, the ways that I have to explain things. So I feel like there's a visual aesthetic and a way to communicate that I really appreciate in media in general. And as long as what we're doing isn't sinful, then think that we can take advantage of effective ways of communicating and really enjoyable ways right. to watch to watch things. So with Calvinist, you know, it was, it was it was my first movie, but I really was looking around for inspiration from things that were actually exciting to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to steal from all the Christian media that, you know, everybody like Christians watch it, but they don't they don't like it. Like right. <laughs> They, they like it because it's Christian, yeah, but they don't like it like because it. it's good. Yeah. So, so it, it's so weird because we, we rip off media. We rip off, you know, it's, it's like Christians are notorious for 
seeing something that's fun and popular and then making a Christian version of it. But there's something weird that happens where we lose what was cool about it and we make it awkward. Yeah. And um, I, so it's like, it's like if you're, if we're going to, to sort of bite the style of the culture, just strip out the sinful things and try to copy it <laughs> as best we can, I guess. Cause that's kind of my philosophy on the way good art is done is you just, you basically hide your inspiration. You, you hide what you're stealing from. Yeah. And as long as no, nobody can like say you took that directly from me, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of tongue in cheek, but, but basically like, like it's okay to be inspired and it's okay to, to, um, to, to try to reach the level of quality of the things that you yourself appreciate. And you have experience with this. I mean, you're not just some guy on the street in his mom's basement playing with computers. I mean, you, you have a, a background in the movie industry. Yeah. Uh, I was a compositor uh, in a few movie studios, uh, Digital Domain and Blue Sky in Connecticut. So I worked on movies like Transformers and Smurfs and uh, Epic, and I was a compositor. So I was more in the post-production side of things. So in, in Calvinist, I mean, there was like a, a lot of brand new things to me. Like I, I wasn't really a videographer or a director or any, any of those things. But I kind of knew the pipeline, and I knew sort of the the lingo, and sort of the, some of the technical things that go into into filmmaking. So I, I had a, a little bit of a an advantage. We're getting into the realm of worship, and that can be pretty dicey. Uh, people take this uh, not just seriously, but personally. Unfortunately, not always biblically, and I think that's what you want to address. Uh, you know, the title of your movie comes from John four twenty three. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. This is, of course, talking uh, Jesus talking with the woman at the well. So we want to worship in spirit and truth. We want to worship in a biblical way. And it seems like we, in these so-called worship wars, we've lost that idea of what God actually wants as opposed to what makes me feel comfortable and what makes me feel more uh, worshipy or more spiritual. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly exactly right. And and, and and you know, we talk about things like boring things, like liturgies and things that that uh, you know, it's like why everybody makes very conscious decisions about the way they choose to approach God or the way they choose to have their experience on Sunday or you know and then you you phrase it in ways that remove your responsibility yeah. as well you know it's like this is just this is just a uh a, it's it's our time of koinonia it's our it's uh or it's our you know it's it's our um it's it's about our time together or whatever so you kind of you kind of remove all the need for reverence and then you can kind of do whatever you want. But uh, historically, these battles have been fought. And the funny thing is, during the Reformation and, and onward into the time of the Puritans and things like that, when the, the regulative principle of worship was being uh, developed, especially you know coming out of the, the Lutherans and the position that they had about, about uh, worship, the things that were... Prevalent, the things that were problematic in the church 
that we were sort of rebelling against were those hyper reverent things like uh all you know the incense and like all these smells and bells and all these beautiful beautiful things that were just like oh this is this is so much reverence and it's you know we're so we're worshiping god so well right now look at us and the reformation said no uh, uh, the bible actually says that you're you're not allowed to do all this uh this facade you're not allowed to do all this stuff that uh, makes you look better and makes you look more worshipful so it's it's the hyper reverent stuff that that helped you know helped develop this this uh, truly biblical position of the regulative principle of worship, which is what the movie is going to essentially promote. But it's just as important in our culture where we've gone off the deep end on the other side of the spectrum, where I, I mean, in some ways it's the same because it's, it we're, everybody's pursuing this experience. And this emotional overdrive um, to get themselves worked up to really enter into the presence of God or whatever they're doing. But we do it with very irreverent things because and, – and we convince ourselves that it doesn't matter. And God likes this. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm passionate about trying to expose as best I can uh, the idea that uh, actually God does care. And God isn't pleased with every kind of worship, and He's killed people <laughs> because of of worship that was done improperly. Not, you know, that's not a threat, but it's it's worth it's worth considering. All right, so we want to get this movie made. So, how can the vast audience of the Basic Bible Podcast help out? Uh, well, I. So I've been thinking about it, and I've been pondering it, and I've been talking to my my church elders uh, about it for a long time, and I finally decided to put it out there. So I put together a Kickstarter. Uh, so if you go to kickstarter.com, I'm not even going to give you the URL. Go to Kickstarter, type in Spirit and Truth, or Spirit, it's ampersand, Truth, a film about worship. Type in some words about Spirit, Truth, Worship. And uh, you will find the Spirit and Truth uh, Kickstarter page. This runs all through the month of August. Uh, I'm trying to raise forty thousand dollars, which is uh, I tried to I tried to raise even less than that for Calvinist, and I got almost three times as much. Mm. And I will tell you that that is that is very meager. It's essentially one person making a movie, and that is it, movies cost a lot of money. It turns out. Uh, so even if you, if you get there a, f a few days late and it's already funded, please consider, uh, supporting it because the more money that this thing raises, obviously the more money I, or the, I'm sorry, the more time I can spend on it, the more interviews I can pay for to, you know, all the travel and, and all that stuff, it, it, it all adds up. So, um, anything you can do to support it would be awesome. Right now we are at almost... I guess 18%, and it's been out for like six hours. Mm -hmm. So it's it's going well. I'm pleased so far, but uh, you never know. And uh, if you want to see it, please contribute to it, because if uh, if we don't support stuff like this, then it doesn't get made. Right. And you know, if this is something you think that people would benefit from, then we got to make this stuff. 
All right, so I want to urge you to go on there. I'm going to make sure to put the URL on our website so you can check that out there. Now, I've, I've got a completely unprofessional amateur question here for you. about Awesome. That. All right. The best. Now, uh, last week, I'm, I'm sure you you probably watch every, every episode we put out here. Yes, I'm not going to have to on that. But last week, we, we had Dr. Uh, Michael Horton on the podcast. And wow, awesome. I, I went all fanboy on that. Good. <laughs> and so – you know, I, I, I'm curious. With Calvinist, you had the the all-star team of Reformed theologians from R.C. Sproul to James White and, and many, many others, Sinclair Ferguson and Steve Lawson. And you've kind of – you're in that direction here now. You've already got names like Kevin DeYoung. I'm, I'm curious as, as one fanboy, how do you handle all that? You're, I mean you're talking to – the people that God are is using in, in great and mighty ways. Do you get a little starstruck when you're when you're when you're conducting some of these interviews? Uh, yes, yeah, definitely with with Sproul. I think mm-hmm. that was like the the definitely the coolest experience. But it helps that you end up in these situations where you you schedule the time and everybody's you know, scurrying around to get the person in front of you for this limited amount of time because they're all super busy and they're pastors and they have, like, better things to be doing or, like, seminary professors. So you got this little window. You get them in there. You light them. You put the camera on them. You run through your list of questions. And then, basically, they leave. So that kind of helps where, like, you get – you, your mindset is just in in the mode of let's get this let's get this done let's get the best possible shots and questions that we can possibly get but yeah i mean these literally making calvinist was you know i i think back on it and it's just mind-boggling to me like these are all of my heroes i got to sit down with them and and interview them and document this thing and then people actually like it People, people have, you know, they, they say that they appreciate this, this story of made up of all of my heroes. So I can't, you know, it's, it's like, the, it couldn't have been better. Awesome. So I'm so grateful. All right. Now, for those of you who don't know, the two of you, you know, being in the reform pub, I realized there's a podcast. You also have <laughs> uh, the reform Pubcast. Tell us a little bit about the reform Pubcast for, for the few that, might not be familiar with it. Okay. Well, the Reform Pubcast, uh, my friend Tanner and I, Tanner is one of the instrumental people that convinced me of the Reformed faith. And we've gone back and forth over the years um, helping each other grow. And it's it's really funny because actually I realize now that Tanner is in a season where he has um, ver- become very, very concerned about a lot of things concerning worship. And he's even pushing back on me and trying to convict me. And, you know, I've, I've done stuff with him about the sovereignty of God. Anyways, we've had this really good relationship of theology and friendship over the years. And about five years ago, we were listening to a lot of podcasts, and he was introducing me to craft beer. And we decided one day to sit down and drink craft beer and talk about theology in a super silly kind of way, but you know, we, we wanted to be reverent where, where it was necessary and have just have fun where it was okay to do that on this podcast. And we did it and people apparently really, really liked it. And it, 
it took off. And uh, so that was called the Reform Pubcast. And then uh, we immediately made a, sort of a fan page, fan group on Facebook called the Reform Pub. And then the Reform Pub took on a life of its own. And uh, it's got 20,000 young Reformed guys. I don't know how young they are anymore, actually. Yeah. Uh, My age, 30, 35 to 40 or whatever. Um, That's still young. I'm counting that as young. Okay. <laughs> good, good. That's good to hear. And yeah, so that's that's how it all kind of began, and that's the only reason anybody knows knows who I am, or at least knew who I was in, in the beginning to get the the movie, the orig- original movie made. So um, yeah, all that fun. It's kind of like Luther. Um, I owe all of you know. Luther said that the Reformation happened while he sat in a in a, a pub and drank beer, and God did all this amazing work. Uh, in in Germany, so uh, any any good thing, not that I'm comparing myself to Luther, but any any good thing that has come of me is uh, basically I got to drink beer and people listen to my dumb voice while I played games and stuff on a podcast. And good things have come of it. So I'm curious, how often do you stay up at night worrying about the competition from the Basic Bible Podcast? Oh man, it keeps me up at <laughs> night. I've I am addicted to Nyquil now. Because I just can't, right. I just toss and turn, and then I just got to shoot that NyQuil, and then I'm good to go. Uh, you're gonna take all our listeners. Actually, we have we've become the most inconsiderate podcast hosts, po- podcast hosts in the world. Uh, we are super inconsistent. We come out with episodes like twice, twice a month at best. So we 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 got to step up our game uh, again. But uh, it's fun. Podcasting is great, and I encourage. I've always, from the very beginning, the very, the very first recommendation we started making to people was make your own podcast because yeah. it's, especially if you have good, godly things to talk right. about. Um, there's not enough of that stuff out there, so well, everyone's going to read someone that somebody doesn't. I mean, there's going to be a listener exactly. that listens to this podcast that will listen to yours, and vice versa, and whatnot. So. Yep. And again, the more the word gets out, uh, I mean, the word as in scripture gets out. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Well, Amen. Les, thanks so much for taking the time with this kind of spur-of-the-moment interview. Thank you so much for doing this. This is great. And again, uh, we're, we're talking about spirit and truth, and we'll have the link to the Kickstarter page up on our website. So, Les, thank you for joining us, and thank all of you for joining us. We'll be back next week, but don't forget to share this with your friends. Tweet it out, pin it on Pinterest, whatever it is you do to make that happen. Make that happen. And uh, our website, www.basicbiblepodcast.org. So until next week, have a great rest of your week.